0: welcome to the Jill on money call of the week we are presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs remember if you've got a financial question maybe it's a career question anything that's on your mind send us an email ask Jill at Jill on com. ask Jill at JillonMoney.com. that is what Michael did he is calling from Minneapolis hi Michael what can I do for you
1: Oh, hey, Jill. Nice to uh, chat. And uh, I'm just curious about my situation in terms of I retired uh, a couple years ago, uh, followed the FIRE movement. And um, I'm just curious about a withdrawal strategy, I think, more more than anything Mm -hmm. um, in terms of that adjustment to go from, you know, having a steady income, a good income to now just living off investments I have very little income coming in currently
0: okay so tell me how old are you Michael
1: so I just turned 50
0: congratulations Thank you. You are now officially in officially the officially old. No, I was going to say you're officially in the high wisdom category. Uh, <laughs> okay, so um, you uh, ad- right. you adhere to the fire movement, which meant financial independence, retire early. Tell me, how much money did you save up in anticipation for this? What do you have right
1: now? So I'm currently at a net worth of, uh, about eight eight hundred thirty thousand.
0: Fantastic. Well, tell me about the expenses what, what do you actually need from this portfolio
1: well I'm single no kids I you know live very modestly I think that um, you know growing up just uh, very conservative with my spending mm-hmm. um, you know and and just you know I live very lean uh, very modestly and so there aren't a lot of expenses but I've got an addiction to travel that's probably my biggest expense i would say
0: okay um
1: and you know that that's a little daunting i think just given the fact that you know it travels expensive
0: sure uh
1: other than that really i mean i'm debt free for the most part you know i just i have a dog and you know i that's about it really. okay
0: you said debt free for the most part which is the part that's not debt free
1: um Well, and this is the the situation is that, you know, I'm using credit cards now for my expenses without having a a dedicated withdrawal strategy. So Mm -hmm. that's really my intention here over the next few weeks to sit down with somebody and talk about what makes the most sense to actually... You know, if I if I calculate my um, expenses based on you know kind of the four percent rule or using the fire calculator, Mm -hmm. I'm right there. You can do it, and and so I can do it. Right, Um, but again, it's going from just continuous withdrawals to where I'm at now is is very it's it's hard. Any
0: part-time work that you could do just to beef this picture up a little bit, just like something fun or yeah. something that'll keep you engaged? Yeah, I do.
1: I mean, I'm an ideas guy. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm try, trying to get a travel business off the ground. There's very little, you know, income coming in from that right now until I get that up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I teach pickleball, I, you know, which brings in some income. Yeah. And I, you know, I drive for Lyft. I do a few things here and there, and yeah. So there absolutely are ways. Okay, and, that's you good. You know, if I look, if I if I look at that, Jill, I mean, I could be around a, you know a thousand a month. Perfect. That's
0: exactly what I was hoping yeah. for. I actually wrote that down. I wrote down expenses two grand a month, and then I wrote down question mark one K a month. So if you yeah. so if you could essentially, create some you know, a thousand bucks a month of income. Of course, you have to pay tax on that. And then yeah. you now are pulling your um your withdrawals back to, you know, another $1,000 instead of $2,000 a month from the 830, I sure would like it if it was just $1,000 a month and you were just hustling to get the other 1000 Or if you found yourself traveling and it costs like one year instead of being a really smart, frugal traveler, you splurged a little bit that it wouldn't blow through your budget. I think that that's kind of what I would be looking at. Now, let's talk about the types of accounts that you have right now. Of the eight hundred and thirty, what is in a taxable account that you can get your hands on?
1: Yeah, so the non qualified is about uh, five hundred thousand of that.
0: Great, that's perfect.
1: Um, and, and then the balance would be, you know, an IRA and a four hundred one k that I still had left over.
0: Okay, are you going to move the IRA and the four hundred one k? You going to are you going to consolidate those in one place just to manage it more seamlessly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: That, that's the plan. Um, and sorry, I should have said um, Roth IRA oh, is okay. what I meant, four hundred one k. Okay.
0: Sorry. So wait a minute. So of the the IRA four hundred one k Roth IRA, how much is in how much is in money that has not yet been
1: taxed? Um, that's about thirty percent of the eight hundred thirty that I that I mentioned. Okay.
0: Because obviously, when you're not making a lot of money, now could be a very good time to convert some of this money into a Roth which I think would be great for you the general trend that I would look at is that if you are going to you know ideally in the next 10 years have converted all of your money from tax deferred into Roth money that would be great it's gonna eat up some of your taxable account but I think it's still worth doing and then you would be pulling first from the taxable account and I would always have the 25 30,000 bucks I'd always have some money in cash you need to have that money sitting there for you and that you would replenish that account you know maybe once or twice a year try to really adhere to pulling a thousand dollars a month out of the total rather than two because I think you're so young I mean you could live for 40 more years instead of saying the 4% rule I would be looking more like the 3% rule for you because you're Mm -hmm. so young and that's okay. that's also because I am a wimp but it's also that we don't really know what's gonna happen for you if all of a sudden you're like you know what Jill I am actually making two thousand dollars a month and I don't have to touch this account your situation is going to look better and better it just it mm-hmm. just will And the way that your situation improves the most is to find something you love to do that's fun because remember the fire movement is about financial independence the majority of the people that I've interviewed about the fire movement are people who are actually finding that their their next careers Are the most fun but if you could say hey you know what it's totally fun for me to teach pickleball I love pickleball by the way but that's a fun thing or that you know um, like my friend was telling me she was she's a retired dean of a university and she started tutoring kids And she just said it's just so much fun and there's no pressure and it brings in some money and like I get to pay my real estate taxes and feel like I still I'm a touch with human beings so I think that anything you can do to drive some income and then think about using the taxable account to first fund you know until you know probably pretty much for the next 10 years to be that that's where you're tapping I think that makes most sense okay all right. Good. Now don't and blow the it.
1: Withdrawal should be from cash. Is that yes. right? Yes. Or... Yes. Absolutely. Okay.
0: And then you may okay. want to rebalance once, twice a year, so that you always have enough money in cash to do the things you want to do. So that. And where
1: would the money come from for the to, to fund the cash reserves?
0: Let's say that you have in a year the market went nuts. I made a lot of money in my taxable account in rebalancing what's the goal of rebalancing you take the money that has gone up and taking you out of your balance right your allocation gets out of whack you're tilted more towards stocks you take that money and you say okay some part of it has to go to cash because I always have to have my you know 50 30 30 grand in cash some of it has to go in bonds and then you reinvest in the areas that have lagged in your reallocation and rebalancing process, what you really have to keep in mind is cash is an asset class for you and it is a vital one. And that's Mm -hmm. when you are funding your cash account.
1: Got it. Okay, good. And yeah, I'm, I'm heavy on stocks now. And that's the other thing is that, you know, over the next year, we don't know what that's going to look like, of course. And there's talk of recession. So I'm, I'm looking to, you know, move some things over to more secure, yeah, and you
0: know, and by the way, you don't have income right now. So what you should right. be looking at is, you know, for a single guy, obviously, long-term capital gains rates is 0% if you're making yep. under 40 grand or 39 grand. And it's only 15%. So it's <clears> a great way to take advantage of the tax code. You don't have income, let's do yep, it.
1: Perfect. All right. Thank you right. so much.
0: My pleasure. Good All luck right. and and okay. go go teach some pickleball, will you?
1: Hey, I am off to do it right now. Thanks
0: Fantastic. So. Take care okay that's the call of the week if you have a financial question just give us a holler send an email to ask Jill at Jill dot or go to the website JillonMoney.com. you can click the contact us button right there oh by the way while you're there sign up for our free newsletter it's free why not we drop new episodes of Jill on money every Tuesday and Thursday and you can download the show Anywhere that you get your podcasts. Apple, Google Play, Radio.com Stitcher, wherever. Our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer. We're distributed by Cadence13, and our show is presented by Marcus by Goldman Sachs. See you next week.